Resilience is the ability to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. That is not my definition. That is from the Oxford Dictionary. But I think we all could use a little more resiliency in life and motherhood. And so if you feel like life's constantly knocking you down and just can't get back up, number one, you're not alone. But I'm glad that you're here because that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. I'm so glad you're here. Put some AirPods in, keep doing what you're doing, and let's get started. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. I don't recover quickly from like pretty much anything. It takes me a long time to bounce back, (laughs) regardless of what we're talking about. So I could stand to build some resiliency in my life. And I think most moms can relate regardless of how things appear on the outside or on social media. So today we're going to talk about how rhythms can actually help make us more resilient as moms and why they matter. So like we said in the beginning, Resilience is the ability to bounce back from the inevitable setbacks and challenges that come with raising children and being a mom and toddlers and babies. And it's really about weathering the storms and doing so with grace and maintaining mental and emotional well-being and clarity and strength. And not I'm not good at any of that. None of that is a strength of mine. And so how can we walk through difficulties and the unknowns and the uncertainties and then come out stronger than we were before? We know that God uses all things for our good, right? That's what Romans 28 says. He's working all things together. He uses everything. Nothing is wasted. We are told to count it as joy when we endure trials of many kinds. Why? Because it's producing something in us, even though it most of the time is really hard to see in the moment. We don't always see it. In fact, this is my current uh, wallpaper background on my screensaver on my phone. Second Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, it says, therefore, we do not give up. Even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what's unseen is eternal. And it's just a reminder because like I said, I get super bogged down and I don't bounce back easily. And it's hard for me to not stay focused on what I can actually see. And it's hard for me to believe that, you know, this affliction right now in this moment, it doesn't feel light and it doesn't feel like it's, you know, incomparable with future glory, even though I know that it is. But in the moment, it's really hard to believe that this is producing character in me. And if it is, then like, God, I don't really want, I don't know if I want that, if I'm being honest, because it's really, really hard So resilience is about adapting to change and coping when life throws everything our way all at one time and dealing with stressors. It's our emotional strength, our mental flexibility, and the capacity to recover and grow from unexpected things, which if, I don't know, maybe this is just me, I feel like it's 99% of my life. It's just unexpected things happening and how am I going to deal with it? And I'm not really good at rolling with the punches, so Therefore, I feel like I'm not very resilient a lot of the times. So it's not just about getting through it and suffering whenever things are hard, but it's about thriving 
thriving in the midst of it. And so that being said, we know how chaotic life can be, especially with children. It's unpredictable. You know, especially stay-at-home moms, and most days you don't know what you're going to get when they wake up. You don't know what the day is going to bring a lot of times. And so rhythms introduce this a little bit of consistency, and they provide a little bit of stability so that we can know what to expect at specific times of the day, like meal times or nap times, play times or bedtime. And, you know, in a perfect world, all things work according to the rhythm, but we know that's not real life. Despite that, rhythms have been proven to reduce stress and create this reassurance. Like I have something, it's consistency, right? I feel like consistency just gives us all this breath of fresh air. We can rely on this time of day for this to happen. Like I said, even generally speaking, rhythms bring this sense of calm to our chaos because no, we don't know exactly what the day is going to bring, but we can at least try and set the goal for, you know, on Tuesday mornings, this is what we do. Wednesday evenings, this is what we do. And there's a flow that rhythms bring to our lives. And they also bring this idea of balance, which, you know, is not us doing everything all the time equally and amazing, but it's just more of like this harmony where everything's working in sync between all of the many different roles and responsibilities and chores and to-dos and all of the needs that we're fulfilling and all of the things that we're doing. And the way that it does that is because rhythms give us specific times for different tasks or different activities. And in turn, we can avoid those feelings of overwhelm and we can prioritize what actually matters to us right now. Another way that rhythms make us resilient is that they reduce decision fatigue. So I am always, mealtimes used to trip me up like every single day. It's like I didn't know at five o'clock or six o'clock my kids were going to want to eat and I was going to be the one that would have to cook dinner or figure out what we were eating. So now I have a rhythm in place where I go ahead and I make a list for the week. I go ahead and grocery shop for the week and I know what we're having every night. I know what we're going to do for lunch because we homeschool, we're home during the day and even breakfast. So every meal is planned out and snacks too and I make sure that I've shopped for it and now the weeks and the, the days and the nights, mealtimes go a little bit smoother because we kind of know what to expect and what's coming. At least I do. And I'm not trying to rummage the cabinets and the fridge to figure out how I can throw all these random ingredients together to make a meal because we have what we need because I've taken the time on the front end to plan and figure it out. But that that took time for me. That's, that may be something that, you know, someone like my husband would be like, that's really simple. Why just do it? We just do it. And that's what it is. But for someone like me and maybe like you, it does take time. It does take planning and it takes effort for it to become a rhythm and a natural part of my day and my week. And in those times when we're trying to make these decisions is when tensions start to build and I start to get explosive or reactive because I'm trying to figure out now what to do in this moment or what decision to make. And so it just helps alleviate that and it frees up mental space so that we can, you know, if somebody's having a meltdown during dinner, not saying I handle it correctly 100% of the time, but the stress of us not having anything you know, that's not having a plan for the meal is not added to on top of whatever else is going on because there will be other things going on. And I think a lot of times, like I said, I lose it because I feel like I'm just getting beat down again and again and again. And it's like, how much more of this can I take? Like one more thing, really? 
But those are the times when the mental load is weighing us down and rhythms alleviate that mental load and they give us more capacity to deal with whatever unexpected thing is happening in the moment day to day. So just some rapid fire ways that you can practically implement daily rhythms. You can create a daily schedule. I'll link below the episode to why I time block as a stay at home mom and actually some ways for you to get started. So you can create a daily schedule or a weekly schedule. You can meal prep, meal plan. That's something that I love to do. It alleviates that mental load. You prioritize time for yourself. I know, I know, I know. You're like, okay, yeah, okay, so yeah, right. Like that's never going to happen. But just a little thing here or there. Like how can you take care of you? Just, Just a little time out of the day to take care of you. Prioritize that and plan for that and create a rhythm around that. You can create a morning rhythm. Now, don't hear me say morning routine and you need to get up two hours earlier than your kids. I'm not saying that because I'm not a morning person and I love to sleep. I have created a morning rhythm that does involve me getting up before my kids, but I also did a separate episode on how to start that realistically. It started with just five minutes. It didn't start an hour and a half earlier than than they wake up. So start small, but a morning time, and maybe you're in a season where you just get up when your kids get up. So whatever the morning can look like, you get to decide that, you get to dictate that, and you get to tell your kids, okay, this is what we're doing, and this is how it's going to go. And if you can build a rhythm into that morning, like, okay, I have my coffee, or I fix breakfast, and then I fix them breakfast, I sit down with my coffee, read the Bible, or whatever it is, like everybody's so different. So this is going to have to be unique to you in your situation. But what do you want your mornings to look like? What do you want your mornings to feel like? And then what do you need to do in order to prep or plan even just a little bit, like let go of perfection, like minimize expectations all the way down, like dial it way, way back. And realistically, what would it look like to help you help your mornings feel that way or look that way? You can do the same thing around lunch times or meal times, play times, rest times, whatever. Um, you can create evening rhythms with your kids, with your husband, for yourself. They're just the possibilities are endless whenever it comes to how and what you need to build rhythms around. But the important thing and what the reason that we're talking about this now is that regardless of the details, the benefits of it there are there are so many benefits it it helps us to be resilient and in a world where we're trying to navigate so many things at one time personally and for like with our kids and as we parent it relationally it provides rhythms provide the structure and balance and predictability in what is often chaotic and demanding and unpredictable otherwise. And so it doesn't solve all of our problems. It doesn't fix it. It doesn't make everything go away completely, but it just gives a little more predictability, a little more consistency, which in turn builds resiliency in you and me and gives us the ability to be able to bounce back and keep going and, you know, go through the dips and difficulties stronger than before Because I'll be honest, there are plenty of times and plenty of seasons where I'm doing this thing and it almost feels like a repetitive robot that is empty of any, I feel nothing. It's just like, I know I need to do this. This is going to keep me going. And so I hold on to the rhythm. I hold on to the Lord and the rhythm. And I'm like, okay, God, just use this and get me through this, please. Like I'm holding on for dear life. I know you're working something either in me or for me. Even though I can't see it right now, I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. I'm going to keep showing up for myself, showing up for my family, and I'm going to put you first. 
and I'm going to prioritize time with you, whatever that looks like, and I'm going to stick to what I know. And so many times rhythms have just been this net that have held me and carried me, this foundation that I've built everything on. And so whenever things happen or I feel like other things are crumbling, I just kind of have, and hopefully you do too, we have these rhythms in place that we can fall back on and they carry us through those really difficult times. And honestly, that is what, that, that is resilience. That is what helps us make it through to the other side and keep on going. So wherever you find yourself in your journey, remember, it is a journey. Everybody's on a journey. We're all on a journey to figuring it out day by day, pretty much, and learning as we go and growing as we go. And it's something that we just have to be willing to roll with the punches and partner with the Lord and trust that even whenever we can't see it, God is working all things together for us. And he is using whatever we're walking through right now to produce something of eternal value. And we may not see it now. We may not see it ever this side of heaven, but we can trust that he is using all things. Nothing's wasted with him. So before we go, I want to pray for you real quick. God, thank you so much for this mom listening. Thank you for just this time to talk about resilience and how you build that in our lives, how you grow our character through difficult circumstances. I pray that whatever this woman is walking through, God, that you would remind her you're with her, you see her, you know her. And Lord, show us what it means to implement a consistent rhythm into our lives, whether that's a rhythm of prayer, a rhythm of time in your word, a rhythm of worship, or whatever else it may look like. Draw us closer to you. Let the rhythm be a tool. And God, you are the most important thing. Remind us of that. And let the rhythms draw us closer to you and make us more like you. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 